0: Hello, and welcome back to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. My name is Tina Stinson, and I'm your host. And this week, episode 14, we are continuing on with the Get Unstuck series, and we're talking about learning what your dreams, your passions, and your purpose is. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Stinson, and we will be talking deep-level self-care practices to help you have success in both your personal and professional life by reducing stress and anxiety and overwhelm, improving your mindset, and creating a strong, loving connection with yourself. I'll see you on the inside. Hello, guys. Welcome back. My name is Tina Stinson, and I am your host today. Today, in this next episode of the Get Unstuck series, we're going to be talking about learning your dreams, your passion, and your purpose. I thought it would be great to talk about how to dream big and find your passions and purpose and reconnect with them. And what does that even mean, right? So speaking from experience, when I was feeling like beyond stuck, I mean, I was so stuck that I couldn't even begin to think about what I wanted or you know, what I was going to do next. I was like so disconnected with myself. I had to figure out how to reconnect with myself. Who was I now? Who was I before? What do I even want? And am I even allowed to dream big? Like, I didn't feel like I was. I mean, I actually used to think, why bother? Because I was just so beaten down. That I just didn't know where to start. And it was, I was so exhausted that I didn't even have the energy to put into it. And so you do have to get to that point where you're just at, you know, you're just tired of, you know, going through the motions and living your life um, without feeling inspired or excited about anything or having any fun. So um, what I did was I had to go back, I had to go back to a time before I was beaten down, when I remember being happy, inspired, excited about everything in life, you know, because that's how we're supposed to feel, right? At least I believe that's how we're supposed to feel. I thought to myself, I need to feel this way again, and I I just have to. Like, I can't live my life the way I'm living it right now, and I actually believe everyone needs to feel this way. Everyone needs to be able to wake up in the morning and look forward to their day, feel inspired, challenged, whatever, Um, And don't try to like, give me some line of bullshit, like, oh, Tina, grow up. Not everything is fun and games. You can't have everything. But I'm going to just say, says who? Like, who made that rule? Because I don't want to be their friend. Like, who brings that rule into existence? I'll tell you, like, the only person that brings that rule into existence is you. Um, The only person that limits you is you. There is no dream police telling you your dreams are too big. There's no fun police saying, wait a minute, you're having too much fun. You're not working hard enough. You don't deserve to have anything good happen to you because you're just not working hard enough. Um, I know that's bullshit because I worked my ass off those days. Like when I was feeling the most stuckest I ever felt, that's when I was working the hardest. I was working myself literally into the state of having a stroke. I like had a stroke at 39, right? So <laughs> don't tell me that you need, you know, in order to deserve success, abundance, happiness, that you just have to work hard. No, because if if the world like worked that way, then there'd be the opposite people would be at the top of their game right now, you know? So the only one telling you this That you need to work hard to get this. Well, it might be society, right? Because society's rules are nothing but bullshit rules, right? There's no enforcement of these rules. I don't even know who made these rules to begin with. Unless you really, you know, care what everybody on social media thinks of you. And God, I hope you don't, because that would be a whole nother talk, a whole nother episode. then you need to just like step into what you believe, right? You need to step out of, step off of the hamster wheel of life and do what feels right for you. And that's what this is about. This is about really reconnecting with yourself and figuring out what direction you want to go in. You know, what are your dreams? So where do you start when you were as lost as I was? Well, you know, I lost that connection with my true self. I was so busy working, 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 taking care of the kids, um, taking care of the house, doing everything myself. Um, I didn't have much support. I didn't live near family. So I was just like, so distracted that I just lost that connection with myself. I didn't know what I liked to do anymore because I didn't spend any time doing it. So what I did was I went back to when I was a kid, cause that is the last time I genuinely felt excited, inspired. Like I woke up with like that sense of, wonder. You know what I mean? Maybe when I was like eight to 10 years old, that's when I really remember thinking that I could rule the world and have anything I wanted. So just tuning into that feeling. Okay. Not not saying that, you know, I'm going to feel like that all the time. I want to be eight years old again. No, that's not what I'm saying. It's like tuning into that feeling, meditating into that time period of my life and journaling how I remember thinking and feeling Okay? It was so it's so healing tuning into that. It's definitely started what that's what started to help me reconnect with that lighter, happier version of my soul, okay? It was just so there was no connection and this is what started it. So like just really tuning into myself, closing my eyes and thinking about how I felt when I was that age. I mean, I really got into it. I like went into my parents' photo albums and like I took pictures out from when I was that age and I looked at them and tried to remember what I felt like. I remembered riding my, you know, my bicycle with the banana seat. You remember the banana seats, those long skinny seats with the little metal bar on the end of it. And you, you could fit like two people on there. Um, just like really tuning into that version of myself. It was just so helpful to reconnect. So of course I have an exercise for you. I do. I'm definitely, um, going to walk you through like a really fun, lighthearted exercise that will really help you reconnect with some of those things that you love. And yes, it involves journaling. Almost everything I do involves journaling. So all you're going to need is a pen and paper or like a notebook. I use notebooks. I don't, sometimes I buy journals, but for the most part, I just use notebooks. Before you, you start though i think it's really important to get into that relaxed state that i talked about like almost like a meditative state meditative state so whatever it is you do to get there do this first otherwise take just to take a few moments to take a few deep breaths like four breaths you know, breathing in deep and exhaling and really, like, closing your eyes, putting your hand on your heart center, and really tuning in to last time you felt that way. For you, it might be your 20s, or it could be when you were a kid, or it could be whatever period in your life where you felt that that level of wonder and inspiration. So, like, tune into that. Visualize yourself at the point in your life when you remember feeling, like I said earlier, inspired excited, unstoppable. Ask yourself, how did you feel when you woke up in the morning? Okay. And write down the feelings that you actually felt, like feel into those feelings. Like you were excited when you woke up, you were ready to face the day. Did you feel like, I felt like I was unlimited, like anything could happen. Like all the possibilities could happen. Right. So just write those things down. This is how you really start to like reprogram your brain. Right. What were your thoughts? Like, what were you thinking about at that time? You know, I was mostly thinking about how much of the day I could spend riding my bicycle and being outside. That's all I wanted to do. And then how did you feel at the end of the day? Like, were you exhausted by stress or were you exhausted because you just had so much fun? You had such a great day. How did you approach your day? What was your attitude when you were getting up? Like, I remember being so excited that I didn't want to eat breakfast, you know? like, And, and then there were time periods in my life where breakfast was like the high point of the day, you know? So <laughs> it could be a very different approach. So this is, this is a really important part of the whole journal th- journaling thing to reconnect with that feeling. So now I understand, I totally get that as adults... We have responsibilities. We have to get things done, right? And we do. There is things that we have to get done. But I'm telling you right now, that is no reason to start your day in stress and overwhelm, right? Like if you you have a choice, try try starting an inspiration. Be intentional of how you spend your time. Start to make choices. Like like we talked about a few episodes ago, We, we talked about our core value statements. Like, are you spending your time working yourself towards, like, are you in those values? Are you working in those values towards your dreams and your goals? Is that what you're doing? Or are you just spending most of your time doing things you don't like doing with people you don't like? Like, what are you doing? Being intentional with your time is, it helps your life kind of flow. Like when you're not intentional and you're doing a lot of things that, you know, make you miserable, then your life will still, it'll feel very stagnant. You'll feel stuck. Okay. So you make the choice to have fun. It's a choice how you approach your day. Like I can't say this enough. Make that decision. For example, okay. This is a really simple example, but as you're driving into your soul sucking job, say you have a soul sucking job. Okay. So you're miserable. You have a choice. though. you have a choice to be miserable first thing in the morning before you even get to the job. Angry, you're angry because you just have to go. Or you could just choose to be happy. You could listen to some of your favorite music. You could have a great breakfast. You can call your favorite person or have breakfast with your favorite person, right? You could get a workout in in the morning. You know, don't focus on the one miserable thing that you have to deal with. That's a super simple example, but it shows that you really do have that choice. You can choose to approach your day a certain way. And this is, this is what I learned from my eight-year-old self. She's fierce. She is fierce. I love her. Like the more I dove into what I was like when I was that age, I was just fierce. I didn't care what the bullshit rules were. I was just happy. And I was going to do whatever I wanted. You know, I started my day, like the possibilities were limitless because they are, they actually are. Okay. That's, That's how we approached our days before someone told us society's bullshit rules that uh, no, you don't get to do that. Okay. How can I approach my life this way every morning? That's the question to ask yourself. How can you approach your life every morning like the possibilities are limitless? What a great way to start your day with that wonder and that excitement. I don't know about you, but I mean, you know the saying, what you focus on expands. So if you're going to focus on what's miserable about your life, then you're going to bring in more miserable stuff. But if you focus on the possibilities being limitless and starting your day with wonder and excitement, then that's, what's, that's what you're going to bring into your life. That's what you're going to start attracting. So I I don't know about you, but I, I made that decision. I'm going to start my day with wonder. I'd rather start my day like that. And it really starts... It's as simple as starting with a decision. So I'm just going to ask you like how, you know, go back to that, um, that one journaling exercise, like how, how did you feel when you woke up in the morning? What were your thoughts? What did you feel at the end of the day? How did you approach your day? Right. Just decide, you know, and that, you know, that's, this is the most wonderful time period of your life. it could be now that could be now that could be great but um, if you're if you're really into this get on stuck series I'm guessing that you might be stuck right So maybe it's not all great maybe some of it's great maybe you're only stuck in one spot of your life. Um, but just make that decision to start like you're gonna pick out that one time period when you remember that you had that that wonder and that excitement and decide to feel that way when you wake up in the morning, decide to approach your day that way. Okay. Now, um, now I'm going to tell you this like lighthearted exercise that I have. This is a really cool exercise. I use this a lot with my private clients. Um, it's just really cool and it's fun. It's fun. So you get a piece of paper and you're going to write out everything that you love to do when you were a kid. Okay. So like, you know, zero to um not that you remember when you were zero. Maybe some people do, but zero to let's say before you were a teenager, right? Everything that you remember loving. Like really just think about it. Just write it all down. I loved going to the beach, I loved riding my bike, I loved playing games, whatever, okay? And then you're gonna go on to the next thing when you were a teenager. What did you love when you were a teenager? I loved going to concerts, I loved um I loved exercising. I really did. I actually did. I loved running. I loved riding my bike still. Um, then go to your 20s, right? So, and then et cetera, you know, like 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, like every time period of your life, I want you to write down everything you could possibly remember that you loved doing. Like, it was just like a hell yes, okay? Okay. Okay, then you're going to look at all your answers and you're going to take either take a highlighter pen. If you don't have a highlighter, you could just circle. (coughs) Excuse me. But I want you to circle or highlight all the things in common throughout the years. So like I said, like when I was a kid, I loved to ride my bike. I loved to ride my bike. When I was a teenager, I stopped in my 20s and 30s. I believe I started again in my 40s. And now in my fifties, I don't, but I love it. The biggest reason, reason I don't is because of where I live. Okay. So that's a whole nother story. But anyway, um, I'm going to like highlight those things. Cause that's something in common throughout the years that, that I loved. Obviously it's something I really like doing. Okay. Then lastly, I want you to ask yourself, am I doing any of these things now? Like, look at your life. Do you ever do any of these things now? And if not, why? like write out all your excuses, get them all out on the paper. Like every excuse you have to everything, like all those things in common, you know, like for most people, it's going to be like three or four things that just keep repeating throughout the years. And if you're not doing any of those things, I want you to write those excuses down. Like, why aren't you doing this? So I just told you my excuse was it's because of where I live. Okay. It's very rural And it's very, it can be very dangerous to ride and it scares me. So my excuse is I'm scared. (laughs) I'm scared to ride my bike here. So, um, I love this exercise. It's fun. Like it brings you back to those good things, those good times. It reminds you of who you were before you got kidnapped by the hamster wheel of life. Right? So this is, this is how I'm helping you reconnect with yourself. So the first step was we looked at, that time period in our life where we still felt that wonder, right? And then we really tuned into those feelings. And we're going to make that decision to start our day like that. And now this is the second step, looking at the things we did. So this is just helping you reconnect. So if you really lost that connection with yourself, with your intuition, where you're just like, I just don't know, like this really helps you reconnect. Now your excuses. The, the reasons that you don't do these things, I want you to write out in detail why these excuses are complete bullshit. Okay. And that would look like for me, because it, it's, excuses are bullshit. It might be something that you need to get over that might be really hard to get past. And it might be somewhat true in a way, but it's still complete bullshit. There's a way that you can get this stuff done. So I'm going to look at my excuse. <laughs> My, I'm scared, so I could do things where, like, I could dress and wear like bright colors. I could not wear headphones, which I definitely would not. I could also get a mirror for my bike so I can see the cars coming behind me. I can—I know there's a lot of different things I could do. There's a lot of different things I could do to help me feel safer so that I could do it. So I just have to decide how much I want to do this and. I might just do that just to prove a point. (laughs) So you have to prove them wrong. Like, so the reason my excuse about being scared is complete bullshit is because I can get past it if I really want to. I could make myself safer, just as safe as I would be in some kind of a residential neighborhood or something like that. I can make myself safer. Okay. I could not put my feet in the thing. So I'm locked into the bike so that I could jump off very quickly just in case I get run off the road, because the roads are very narrow. There's a lot of ditches on the side of the road. So like if you fell off the side of the road, you're falling into like a five foot ditch. Okay. And so I just don't like the idea of that. But if you're not like locked into your bike, you can get off the bike. You you can see a car coming. Um, I could pull over every time a car comes. I mean, that wouldn't be out of, out of, you know, it wouldn't be too inconvenient is what I'm trying to say, because there's not a lot of cars. I live in the middle of nowhere. There's hardly any cars. So if I did that, yeah, it would interrupt my flow sometimes, but at least I'd be riding my bike, right? So I'm proving it wrong. I'm helping myself get through the excuses because believe me, there's no reason you shouldn't be doing the things that you know that you love in your heart and soul. I've always loved riding my bike. When I was a kid, I used to sneak out of my house in the middle of the night so that I could ride down the main roads and they would be empty. My parents would hate that if they knew that, but I used to do that, like when I was young, like really young. (laughs) It was a different time. It definitely was. So that last part is the hardest part Um, because you really kind of have to like call yourself out. Like if you need help with that, you could actually ask someone to help you with it because somebody else will be able to call you out a whole lot easier than you call yourself out. But I think that we can pretty much agree that a lot of the times those excuses are bullshit. There may be some cases where they're just not, you know what I mean? Like, so maybe I got hit, like, so maybe I was a person that got hit on my bicycle once and I had many, many inj- injuries. And if I got hit again, it, I maybe I wouldn't be able to walk. Okay. That's a different story. So then, you know, you have to find a bike trail and only ride on a bike trail or something like that you know, and I could do that too. So like some, some things are absolute complete bullshit. And then sometimes it's like a little gray area, right? But you have to do your best to like prove these things to be BS. Okay. It's this last part, like I said, is the hardest part, but you'll get it done, you know, get it done. You know, it's, there's only a few things that you're going to have in common over those years. You're only going to have a few excuses that you need to get over and you'll thank yourself later. After you start doing these things you love again, you reignite that spark inside of you and it connects with that feeling of wonder. Okay. That we talked about earlier. So these two exercises kind of connect with each other. Eventually, if you do the work, You're not just going to be like pretending and deciding that you want to feel wonder. You're going to be experiencing that firsthand because you're going to start doing these things that you love. This is the beginning to reconnecting with your true self, your your joy, your purpose, what you love. I pinky promise you that you're going to love the results. Even if you just add one thing into your life that you haven't done since you were a kid or since you were a teen or since you were... You know, in your twenties, whatever, um, you're gonna love it. You're gonna freaking love it. I'm going to share with you one of my things too. Like besides the bike thing, it's not, it's not too exciting, but it, it's really, really meaningful to me. And I never told anyone about it. Like even my bestest, closest friends. So when I was a kid, I loved reading. So like elementary age, okay, I was very into it. And i did it a lot and i used to read like all the series i don't know if you remember like pippi longstocking um i used to read pippi longstocking and i loved it i never wanted it to end and i dreamt of being an author like i wanted to write a book series like that and i thought that whoever wrote pippi longstocking was the most famous person And they were like a star and they were probably rich, right? That was my thought process when I was a kid. So I wanted to do that. I was like, I want to be a famous writer. And I don't even remember who wrote those, but I loved those books. So, and I did, I did a lot of reading until I started to get into like my, my later teens and my twenties and thirties. Okay. And I could say like, this is when my life got more complicated and I got more busy and I started having kids and stuff like that. And I just, I wasn't putting myself first. I wasn't putting my, you know, I wasn't aligned with my core values. I was not aligned at all. Okay. I was very misaligned. It was the beginning, my twenties and my thirties were like, some of the best years of my life, because that's when I had my kids and my kids are like the best thing that ever happened to me. They're just such great humans. I love them so much. Um, But it also was like some of the worst times in my life. Some of the hardest times, I should say, not worst times, but some of the hardest things I went through. And I was not aligned with my true self most of my 30s. Like my 20s weren't as bad, but most of my 30s, I was very misaligned and just I was running on empty almost 100% of the time. So I just very recently in the past five years started reading again a lot. I love it. I call myself a book whore. That's what I call myself because I I just keep buying them and buying them and buying them. I probably have 20 or 30 different books that are like in the queue to be read. And I'm always reading at least five at once. And I know other people that do this. I've met other crazy book people that read five books at once. And it's like, you really decide what you're going to focus on or read by your mood that day. So I read every day. I read every morning and I decide what I'm going to read by what my mood is. Like, am I in the mood? And I, I read predominantly all self-development books, all of them. Like, I just love them, love them. So like, am I going to read some, something about health and diet Am I going to read something about spirituality? Am I going to read something about business? Like, which one am I going to read? What am I in the mood for? So that's what I, that's how I read. So I've reconnected with it. And my big dream is to write a book. Like, I dreamt about that when I was a kid. I always wanted to. Um, So I decided to write a book. Yes, I'm I'm going to do it. Um, I'm very excited about it. I already started writing out the outline and like um, deciding how the chapters are going to be um, organized, kind of. And I don't know this, if this is the way most people write books, but this is how I'm doing it in my head and my brain. And if I get stuck, then I'll reach out for help. But I'm just kind of doing it my own way. And I decided that I'm going to release it next year on my birthday, which is October 24th. So don't forget to say happy birthday to me. Coming up soon. So I'm going to release it next year on my birthday, okay? And I'm putting that out into the world and I'm telling everybody about it because it's a big, huge dream of mine. I never thought of myself as a writer. Um, I don't think I'm very good at it. I'm getting better because I write a blog every single week. Uh, But a book is a different story, right? So I'm, I'm, I'm going to do my very best. And the way I think about everything and the way I do everything is just do it don't worry if it's perfect. It's more about progress. So if I put out a book and it sucks complete ass, I'll write another book, you know, and I'll keep writing books until I I get better at it. And that's just how I do everything. Like when I'm going to do a workshop, I just do it. And if it if it wasn't that great, then I do it again and I do it again and I tweak it and I change it and I make it better and better and better. And that's how I do things. So so what about you? What is your one thing? What are you going to, what are you going to do? What is your big dream? What are you getting out of the, all these exercises? You know, like reconnecting with that state of wonder, um, reconnecting with all those things that you love. Is anything popping into your head like a big goal that you could just go for, right? What, what can you go for? To start, if you're feeling disconnected with yourself, your passion, your purpose, Do these exercises. It's, it's helpful. I'm telling you, and it's fun. You know, it's actually really fun. Try to be intentional and start your day with this childlike wonder and fun. Think about it. Like if you have to write in your journal every morning about how you want to start your day, then do that. That's how we get to that place of where we want to be. We make that decision. Decide. It's a choice. Okay. Um, I will see you next week and we're gonna talk more about dreaming big like how to not limit yourself I think I'm gonna get more into that because um, we really do I still do it like I'll write a dream out or a goal three or four times and I'll look at it and I'll be like nope I'm limiting myself I'm putting a ceiling on it how can I how can I make it bigger how can I make it more audacious and then I'll talk about how not to get overwhelmed with a big dream and how to handle that how to like um, approach a, Big dream that seems impossible. Like what you don't even know what the possible hows could be. Like how can this happen? Um, because you don't need to know the how, and that's what I'll talk about next week. Okay, um, talking about uh, the month of October, my birthday month. I am going to dedicate that to my my course, which is I consider it my life's purpose. Uh, working with people like you, helping you reconnect with yourself, reconnect with your power, learning to dream big, and then like stepping into those dreams without the burnout, without the stress, without the overwhelm. Okay. I learned all these different self-care practices when I had to work my way back from that stroke that I had when I was 39 from just too much stress. And so I want to help women, men, Step into their power without going into the burnout. Okay, so I have this boot camp, it's called the Aligned and Worthy Boot Camp. Uh, it's an online course, but it's a hybrid course, meaning It goes all year round. I have year round coaching. I coach you every month, live coaching. And so you get lifetime access to the course and the coaching and all the upgrades so that I know you'll have success with these practices. I'll know you'll be able to put these into your life and have outstanding success in your personal and your professional life. So the month of October, I am promoting Aligned and Worthy because it's my birthday month. I like to do something big on my birthday month. I also go deep into Aligned and Worthy in February, which is um, the anniversary of when my mom passed away. So, like in honor of her, one of the hardest working women I know, I always celebrate her for the month of February. Also, so it's it's what it's my like I said, it's my life's purpose. It's my most passionate work. And so I'll put a link in the show notes. So if you want to check it out and join me in the boot camp, I would love to have you. Um, also there is a free ebook. It's called the um how to it's the ultimate guide to getting unstuck in your life. So it's a free ebook. I don't know why I haven't put the link on the show notes before today, but I'm going to put them on today's show notes so that you can grab that. Um, it also works you through a few exercises. Um, It has like affirmations and journaling prompts and stuff like that to help you get unstuck. So I'll put that in the show notes too so you can grab it if you like. Okay, and until next week, I will talk to you soon. Lots of love and hugs. Bye. Thanks again for joining me on the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. If you want to learn more about Aligned and Worthy, the Soul Aligned Bootcamp, um, the link will be in the show notes. And also, if you want to grab the free ebook, The Ultimate Guide to Get Unstuck in Life, that will also be in the show notes. So definitely go grab that. Okay. Talk soon. Bye.